What's wrong with whiskey on a Wednesday? What up and welcome to this week's episode of the Whiskey Sour Hour. I'm half your host, Evan, a.k.a. The Movie Martyr, and here with me, as always, my man, Saman. Saman, a.k.a. Saman Almighty. You guys already know what it is, man. Hell yeah. How's your week going? I'm going through a pretty good week. We just had Easter and then my adoption day is coming up, so that's always a good time. My week's been pretty good as well. Just finished up that uh, busy week I was talking about in our last episode. Um, but things turned out for the better, uh, this week and, um, made it through this, uh, exam week. So, and I passed all my exams, so we're still in the game, you know, still pushing ahead forward every day, man. Hell yeah. I mean, you're getting close to the end of the semester, right? I know, man. Shit's crazy, man. Like every like week goes by. It's like, you don't even know how it even goes by these days. Um, but yeah, only like a month left. I know Easter hit and I was like, we're already a fourth through the year. And like, it feels like, I mean, we've done a lot. We've accomplished a lot already this year, but it felt like we blinked. And then now we're a fourth through the year, a third, whatever it is. I mean, it's crazy. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm almost, it's almost my birthday too. Two more months. Yeah. Shit's crazy, man. Shit's flowing. Shit's flowing. Yes, sir. But we got to get through our parents' birthdays first. We got Mama's got a birthday coming up and then my dad's got a birthday. Yeah. Shout out. Mon's birthday on the 18th this month. Yeah, gotta do something special for her for sure. I know you're gonna be down here, I think you said. So yeah. we'll definitely do something special for her this week or when you come down. Yeah, and then my dad on the 23rd, right before Oscar night on the 25th. Definitely got a exciting Oscar week coming night. up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big night over on the Martyr Reviews. Um, what would you see anybody? I know you don't, you're not a huge Easter celebrator, but uh, you see any kids hunting Easter eggs? What, what was the vibe in your neighborhood like? Nah, I don't know. I don't. I didn't really pay uh, too much attention to like all that. But I know like our neighborhood does like a Easter Sunday thing, uh, where they do the Easter egg hunt. So I think our neighborhood did something like that. But for sure, I didn't like see anybody though personally. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was working. I had a couple interviews scheduled, so I was pretty busy throughout the day. But I did get to see. Uh, long story short. Every Easter as a kid was always spent for me at my grandparents' house, just the house that all the cousins would come to. We'd get everybody up in a line from youngest to oldest and go out in the yard. And we'd do a couple rounds. We'd do stuff with candy and that kind of stuff. And then we'd, you know, Bogners like to do it right. We'd hype it up and put some money in those eggs. And I mean, yeah, man. There was some, there was some right fighting way. words said over on those Easter egg hunts. That's That was some crazy times. And so uh, I was super happy. Uh it's not great. It's not great news, but my grandparents house is finally selling. You know, they've been gone for a while and it's finally leaving our family. It's the house that my dad grew up in. It's the house that all of our cousins kind of came up in. It's the place that we've called home and we're saying goodbye to it. You know, we're packing it up. It's been it's been tough and it's taken a lot longer than uh, than it feels like it should. But uh, it doesn't make it any easier. But we were lucky enough to be able to hold on to it long enough that a couple of the youngest ones we're able to do one last Easter egg hunt up there in Fort Smith at my grandparents' house before we get rid of it. So that was a plus. It was nice to see that picture, even though I didn't personally do anything Easter vibes. That made me made me happy, definitely made me feel the Easter spirit. Um, but it's weird. It's kind of weird how holidays just in general change as you get older. You kind of Some of them you start to care more about and some of them you start to care less about. Yeah, I, de- I definitely feel you on that as well. Like, I like... When I was younger, we used to celebrate a lot more stuff that we that we do now. So, um, but on top of that, yeah, like selling the house and stuff, like selling our old house took a while too. 
and that was like the house I had so much memories in. So I know how it feels like going through that like moving period and like selling like a house that you like grew up in and everything. So you just gotta move on. It's just like you always have those memories like in that house and it's just like it's always gonna carry on. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard enough on us, you know, the younger generation, but it's you know it's our parents' house. It's not. It was never my house. It's just yeah. It wasn't home. never our. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. Not, so it wasn't you know, my heart just house, goes out to them because I can only imagine you know for the real, thoughts going for through real. their head, what they're going through. But it's crazy. Times are changing. I mean, speaking on stuff that we don't celebrate super big anymore. Used to come over every uh, adoption day that I had, and we'd have a little cake. We'd have you know whatever and celebrate. This year it's different. I'm sitting here at the house alone. I'll be. I'm sure I'll get a few texts from the family, a few calls, but. Other than that, you know, just working regular, regular day in the life. Yeah, it's day in the life, man. Steady grinding. I know you be on a lot of shit nowadays, so I know you got a lot on your plate. So I know you stay busy. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're working on making sure that we got, I mean, on top of all the clients and other people's shows that we're marketing and working for, on top of the shows, your shows that I'm going to be working on. Yeah, my shows. Hopefully, I have. we'll have those up and running. Yeah, no, I'm trying to make sure that I've got three through the summer though at least those three summer months i'm gonna try to be rocking a monday wednesday friday show damn that's savage hell yeah bro a lot of content most likely then yeah we'll be there for sure especially like yeah during the summertime like i still gotta do a summer course though i think yeah i have to register for that soon so still gonna be busy you know what it is man never stops hell yeah hell yeah always i mean it, it seems like if we're not if i'm not editing or i'm not physically in front of recording a camera or something like that it seems like we are recording an episode of the whiskey sour or planning an episode something like that for the whiskey sour man the whiskey sour hour you guys know where the best vibes are at oh yeah this week you said that you had something to talk to me about you came to me with the topic and i was happy because that means i don't have to do any of the outline work i don't have to come up i don't have to go find the questions and all that stuff so you said you'd surprise me what do you want to talk about this week so this week's episode is going to be based on relationships, man. And I know you had more relationship experience than I have. So I definitely will have some questions for you uh, throughout this episode that will have, you know, will be on like a deeper level to like relationships, building connections and all those good stuff. But yeah, relationships, man. Like, what do you feel about that topic? It's a good topic. I'm kind of nervous. I'm shaking in my boots a little bit. I don't know what you're going to ask. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous too on this one. Uh, but I have a good handful of questions. Um, some that you probably wouldn't expect and then some like, you know, casual questions. Okay. Well, hopefully, like I said, you know, anything for the audience. I hope that if anything, they enjoy the episode. As long as that's, the, you know, that's the end goal. As long as that happens, I'm good. So I guess let's get into it. So you want me to start with the questions then, and then we can get into uh, some details later on then? Yeah, however you want to do it. We don't have any questions of the week this week because, like I said, I didn't do the outline. I didn't scrub through the questions. And I don't think now that I understand the topic, we didn't get many relationship questions yet. So maybe we'll get some after this episode, but I we'll probably play a game later on, maybe something like that. Or maybe we'll just spend the time talking about relationships, depending on how much, how many questions, how much advice you need. So... I guess let's see. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll see. But all right, I guess I'm just going to hit you with some of these questions. Uh, first question, how do you build trust in a relationship? Ooh, that's a heavy first question. Um, 
Trust is interesting because I think the key to that question is in a relationship. How do you build trust in a relationship? Trust out of a relationship is something to me that is earned. Um, Yeah. Trust outside of relate. I think it's earned in both cases still though. I would agree. But you still have the best interest in that person that you're with. Like you like you would, you want to have good faith in them, like for the most part, unless they turn their back on you or like they do something that frowns upon that trust. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think that more often than not, somebody at whatever uh, point in the relationship you're at, even if you're just crushing on somebody, you're probably going to be quicker to forgive. And also you're going to get more mad at them when they do whatever it is that they do. Whereas a stranger or somebody outside a relationship, it might be easier to break that trust. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, somebody that you don't see that often and stuff like that, like some random person. Yeah. Yeah, just a friend or an acquaintance or a coworker or somebody that you're, you know, starting a relationship with that's not a romantic relationship. Right. I think that oftentimes, at least in my personal experience, romantic relationships tend to if it's good, it's really good. And if it's bad, it's really bad. Just the reactions to everything are heightened. Yeah, there's no really in between there, huh? Yeah, I would definitely I would definitely say. So how do you earn trust? Um, I think it comes with just time. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 100%. I think it's just Yeah, with time. time, though, but I'd say build some standards at the beginning. Yeah, you have to be upfront and you have to be open and honest about what you're after and what you want. That come, you know, right. that's the stuff that's going to get you that trust, but I think that it comes down to what do you trust them to do? Do you trust them to, you know, show up to a date? Do you trust them to pick you up? But if you're going to say you're going to do something, do it. Don't just say you're going to do something and then fall behind that shit. But that's then, what I'm saying, though. You know if, saying? if if you were going to go pick up a girl and then you didn't show up, she may not trust that you're going to follow through the next time that you ask her out. Might be. Right. But, you know, five years, four years into a relationship, that kind of trust is second nature. I, I'm i not worried about yeah, that. Yeah, second nature. I'm trusting. Five years. Yeah, I'm trusting that the next 20 years, 25 years, whatever it is, that's going to be, you know, I'm trusting that you're going to be a good wife, a good mother to my kid, that kind mother, of stuff. You know what right, I mean? Right, The trust yeah, level is kind of, yeah. to build that trust, that's exactly what it is. You got to build it. So Yeah, you got to build it. So, yeah, that's with time. But as I said, yeah, be up and upfront about what you're, like, after, what your, like, main shit is at the beginning. Just so they know what, like, page you're on, if they're about it or if they're, like, interested and, like, you know, they let you know as well. And if not, you'd go separate ways. But the thing is, yeah, don't like, that's what I'm saying. Keep your word. Like the word, like for men, like is the most important is like what their word, if they're going to put their word on something, they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, build the trust at the beginning and just let them know what's up, man. It's harder to build a trust in the beginning nowadays though, because in my conversations that I've had with just my dad, just with my grandparents, people that are older than us that didn't grow up with a cell phone in their pocket, the main you know thread that goes through all of it that I've heard is that when we went to work or when we said we were somewhere, 
I had to trust that they were where they said they were. And when we got home and I asked them how their day was, I had to trust that what they said was what they did. Nowadays, not only can you track somebody to see where they're at, but if they tell you something that they didn't do, I mean, you got Instagram, Snapchat, everything, you know, in the world, you got other people out there with a camera phone, all this stuff. Everybody's got mutual friends now. Like to build that trust in the beginning is a lot harder now because you almost don't, yeah, you don't rely on it. You don't need it as much as you did in the beginning prior. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that. And then especially with all the social media shit and like the dating online dating apps and all that stuff, it's really hard to trust people, man. Yeah. That's just tough. So, um, that shit is tough though. That shit is tough. The shit you do for, you know, relationships, man. So yeah. So shit gets, trust gets, is given. And if it's, if it gets broken, it gets broken, man. Uh, it's up to you on what you want to do on after that. Like that's completely up to the person. But if you have good faith in somebody, you have good faith in them. But if they're gonna keep showing you, like if they keep showing you that they're gonna be the same way, then you're better off cutting ties, man. Yeah, I mean trust is huge, forgiveness is huge, but you know knowing when to call it quits is huge too. Yeah, knowing when to call it quits, man, it can be tough, man. <laughs> He's saying it with his chest all episode. But it is what it is, so. You got to move on and then they'll probably, there's a, there's always other options is what I'm saying. Oh, You're yeah. always going to have, there's so much people, man. There's always going to be someone better. Plenty of fish in the sea, as they say. Yeah. So, all right, moving on to the next question. This one's going to be, when does a relationship become exclusive? Okay. So exclusive, meaning you're only exclusive. Seen. So you're committed at that point okay. to each other. So I guess that's the. That's how I'm going to take the question is when do you know when to commit to a relationship? Right, right. For me, it's interesting because most of the relationships that I've been in that have lasted are the ones that I committed to very early on. Very early Almost on. too early. Damn. Yes. So okay. I would say of the relationships that I was hesitant to or the ones where I was, I guess to answer this question, we kind of got to get into what the word dating means has become because back in the day, dating meant you were going on dates probably with multiple people. You were dating. Yeah. You now were dating. it means it tends to mean that you're exclusive. It tends to mean that that's your girlfriend. It just means you're not engaged. Oh, they're like, Oh, you're dating now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So it's hard to really classify like what people are even doing nowadays, but exactly. And for me, I went ahead and like, I don't know what I would kind of, I don't know if I would say it's better or worse, but I was never really one. Once I'm dating somebody or I'm taking them on dates, I get kind of tunnel vision. I don't go and ask out another girl. I'm kind of focused on what are we doing next type ish. You know, if I had a good time. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel as well. Yeah. And that being said, I think that of the relationships that I've been hesitant to get into heavily, it wasn't ever because there was another person and it wasn't ever because I was going on another date with somebody else, so it took longer to get to a second date with this person or whatever. But of those ones where I'm just hesitant or we stay friends for longer than we should or whatever you want to call it, those are the ones that often are the quick flings. You know, you just you're there and then a couple months go by and you're done. Right. So it's like the ones that I'm more hesitant to get into. Maybe it's like a red flag. It's you know, those are the ones that I usually also exit pretty quickly. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, at the beginning, <clears throat> yeah, tunnel vision, man. I I agree with what you said. Like I, 
if I'm gonna like go dating and I'm like going on dates with people, yeah, I'm trying to follow up if I like enjoyed their time and company. Um, but if I didn't, I wouldn't like continue on with that person. But if I did, yeah, I do want to pursue that and like, yeah, make it into something. Yeah, I mean, um, it's that, but I've also, I've known you since second grade. I mean, and ever since second grade, we've had guys that are just into girls that are just into every girl at the school and they want to talk to every girl and they want to walk every girl to class and they don't have a type. But ever since I've known you, you've had a pretty, I wouldn't say specific type, but you had a type and of the crushes that you've had, you crush hard on one specific person for one set amount of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I'd be too, like, lately i was kind of different in high school my eyes kind of wander i'll you know i'll talk about her for a few days okay now we're on her whatever or you know figure it out but i know for you it was different so i can see how especially now why why do you see the need to go dating multiple people to figure out who you want to date i wouldn't have asked you on the first date if i didn't want to be dating you that's what i'm saying exactly yeah no i feel that but um yeah, so yeah, like when I was younger, yeah, same type. But it's changed. It's varied over the years, but relatively around the same type of like category. Uh, I got a question real quick I before we move for. on. Yeah, what's up? What do you, I mean, I'm not going to, you've been name dropping people left and right the past couple of episodes. I'm not, don't say any names. I'm going to preface that now. But can you tell me when was your first crush? Because I don't know who you're talking about. And why did you crush on them? What made you crush on them? So first crush probably was in like probably fourth or fifth grade, man. Okay, mine came earlier, but I'll tell you in a second. How how did how did you find out that you were crushing on this person? How did I find out? Yeah, um, what clicked I think in we your had brain? like some like some special classes together and shit. So we had like. And we were in the same class, so that was another thing. And then, like, I guess we had, s like, the same similarities of, like, I guess we were, had that special class or whatever we were in. So it gave me more time to, like, talk to that person. And yeah, just, like, you had more one-on-one -on -one time with her so than you did So more one-on-one time, and then that more one-on-one -on -one time, I guess I gradually just gradually, like, got in close to them and, like, got feelings, I guess. And yeah. then that's how it played out. Yeah, she was one of the only ones that you spent one-on-one -on -one time with. So it was like, of the people to grow feelings for, that was kind of one of the only options. You know what I mean? Right, and that's how it was, yeah. So that's how it played out. That's how much it was after my first crush. But I'll tell you, my first crush, everybody laughs at me when I tell this story, but I, I tell everybody because this is how you know that love at first sight is a real thing. This is also how you know for that love does real? not last. <laughs> This is how that's, how you, that's how you know. I'm telling you yeah. because I got off her pretty quickly. Once I found out that she didn't like me, I was like, wow, spent two years and you don't even like me. <laughs> wow. We're best friends. For you real. don't even like me. Wow. I thought you like, like me. You just like me as a friend. Heartbroken. But Man, I was heartbroken because on the first day of second grade, one of the, fir the first class that we had together ever, um, everybody's sitting down. Everybody knows the first day of school vibes super nervous just like anxious out to get out even at a young age and yeah even at a young age yeah and I can only imagine how that would have felt if it was your first year being there new we I never moved you did that and 
doing that super young would be even more difficult. So I can only imagine how anxious this person was showing up. But this person walks through the door a little bit late. Everybody else kind of had a little bit of a friend group because we had had that first grade together and we knew somewhat of the kids that lived in our neighborhood kind of stuff. For real. And so everybody's kind of sectioned up a little bit. This girl comes, sits at the group of tables across from me. And I remember looking at my best friend and saying, do angels come from California? Because everybody had their little name played on there and it had to be whatever it was. And then hers said her name from California. Because she was the only one from California. And I looked across the room, saw a straight angel dime piece and said, do angels come from California? Because I'm pretty sure that's what they look like. Somebody check her for some wings. Like, let's figure it out. Recess hit that day. I knew who I was talking to. I was about that. Like, it was over. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, I wasn't really into the game that much when I was younger. I got into yeah, but it, it doesn't matter when you get into it. There's it doesn't nothing matter. Like a first yeah, crush. It frankly, it doesn't matter. Yeah. First crush, you were straight falling like nothing. Crazy. Yeah, that's what usually happens. Still do that now, though. You still fall still now. Hell yeah, but you go through enough stuff like I do, you fall way slower. <laughs> you go way slower. Yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah, but when you fall, you fall, man. But moving on to the next question, I'm going to say, what is the best advice for singles to meet someone nowadays? And you know how the generations are now. So what is the best way to meet new people? Damn. That's a good question, but that's a great question during COVID. During COVID, man. And I've definitely seen the impacts, man. That kills every ounce of anything that I would recommend. I mean, you you can't go out. So it's one of those things. Um, I don't want to say that Tinder or any of those apps are the way to go. Because personally, I think that the people that are on that app are on there for a reason for a reason and if let's just put it this way if that person didn't have any other social media sure hit them up there but i would almost say sliding in the dms man sliding in the dms i mean like you you can slide in the dms i've done slid in the dms nothing really and i tried multiple times but uh I hadn't had much luck with the sliding into the DMs route. Well, but here's my reasoning, though, is because on a Tinder or whatever dating app, everybody's there for the same thing. We can deny it all we want. But at the end of the day, even if you say, oh, I'm here to find a relationship. Well, everybody's on there to find a relationship. So good luck. Yeah. Now, when you go to the DMs, I got a chance to shoot my shot. You have a chance, right? You have a chance. I can also... I can send a meme. I can't do that on Tinder, as far as I know, because it's been. And you got a match for us on Tinder. You can just shoot a shot if you really. That too. But the thing of it is, in the DMs, they can click on my profile. They can see See me. They can see not just a picture of me or not just my top five best pictures. They can see what I'm into. They could fucking stalk my profile. They can go through my followers if they want. I don't care. They can see me, and I think. That helps because you just you're narrowing it down. You're not gonna meet up with somebody and then they're gonna find out what you're into and then be like, ah, your Tinder profile said this and I thought you were this, so not gonna work. But like, you go on my Twitter, you go on my Instagram, that's me, bro. You go and listen to six hour at six hours of whiskey sour hour, like 
you can see that that's me bro you know what i'm saying <laughs> and so like yeah. i just i feel like hitting them with that personal page even though it's online hitting with the that, personal page yeah yeah even though real. it's online i think that's the best way to do it during a time where you can't go to the bar where you can't go to the movies I mean, you can or, still go to the bars and shit now but you know how it is like it's just not the same type of vibe and environment it used to be like yeah but when i go to the bar i'm not trying to meet new people yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was just about to talk about that. Like, I don't even try to go to the bar to pick up girls because that's not, like, I don't even try to find a girl at the bar, man. I'd rather find a woman that does what I do. Like, I'm trying to meet someone at the gym, someone uh, where I'm out and about, where I usually do. If I'm at school, meet someone at school, maybe. Exactly. Uh, meet someone at the store or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. You never know. You just got to be ready for whatever. Yeah, I mean, you got to walk around with a business card almost. Yeah, for real. Like, you got to... And I want to be... Don't be like a hawk looking around like a damn dog or some <laughs> shit. Like, don't be doing all that shit. Like, you still go about your, like, normal day. But if you run into something, you never know. You might as well... You never know. Just ask for a number or, like, you know, be like, we should go out. Or, like, let me take... Or don't even ask. Save more. Be like... I'm going to take you out sometime or something and then let me get your number and then they'll probably give it to you if you're confident enough and you're smooth with it. Yeah, that don't mean she's going to reply, but she'll probably give it to you. Yeah, that don't mean she'll reply, though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But at least you can put yourself out there, though. And that's what it's about. Uh, The more times you put yourself out there, I feel like the more less you feel like the less bad you feel about getting rejected. And then the stronger you bounce back and go on to the next ones. Oh, yeah. What are some of your dating go-tos? Like, what are some of your first dates that you throw out there? First dates, um, as of lately, I throw out the pool option. Like, you went to pool at all. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about swimming. No. I was like, it's a little cold, Hell bro. no. <laughs> I was like, that's a smart yeah. move. You get to, I mean, that's genius no, right there no, if no. you can get him to the pool. No. But <laughs> X no. But like oh, actual pool billiards. Um, yeah, you can get up real close and show them how to shoot. Yeah, show them how to shoot. Show them how it's done. And be smooth with it. Uh, so I like to throw that out and get dinner, probably something like that. That's smooth. We're competitive, though. I try not to do competitive stuff on the first date because I'm su- like, I'm not going to lose. I try to hide that as long yeah, as I I'm can. Yeah, I'm not going to lose. Like, <laughs> you try to hide it? I mean, yeah. Like... I'm not going to, I'll take a girl bowling is a big date that I'll go on. I'm not a huge bowler, but I do it too. Yeah. I mean, we went on your birthday. That was a fun yeah, time. Sure. Everybody had a good time. Good time. But this is the thing is like, I'll take her, but it, that's not going to be a first date. Cause I'm not trying to send you home in tears. Cause I just whooped some ass on some, on whatever. I, I'm a classic bowler because I'm not by any means a good bowler. I'm just really good at keeping up and then winning at the last second. I've beaten multiple people that are like, have their own bowling shoes and like actually bowl by one point. Damn. And it's like a thing where it's That's like crazy. it's happened multiple times to where I take notice and I'm like, maybe I'm just not good at bowling. I'm just better than whoever I'm playing. <laughs> or it's like some sort of activity, but maybe. So that's one option uh, nowadays. Even just being in nature is like just going out, like walking the park. Yeah. Maybe I've do heard a, a lot of hiking dates. Shit. Picnics. Are I want to do. I want to do all hiking. I do like a picnic date or some shit. Find like a nice park, walk around, find a spot, have some snacks, and just chat it up. Especially on like a first date or something. Oh, um, yeah. In nature and shit. Um, 
and just you'll have all the time to yourselves and you can really get close and make a bond that way um get drinks coffee in the morning it's a coffee is just an easy place to, like meet somewhere and then it can go anywhere from there you know what i'm saying yeah you can link and then decide link and decide um or drinks if you're like um at nighttime go out and get a bar not to a bar i wouldn't even go to no bar like keep like some la- like some local joint uh get a few drinks at dinner or some shit talk and then you know Maybe a movie here and there, but those are the, usually the go-tos for my dating. For sure. That makes sense. It, I mean, it's casual. You got to keep it casual, but interesting. You don't want to do anything too casual, but where interesting. you're freaking them out, yeah. but you still want to keep it cool. Yeah, keep it cool. And then, and we're talking about the first date here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, so what else you got? So moving on to the next question here. Um, let's see. How do you ask for the sex you want? Oh, God, dude. I got family that listens to this podcast. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Um, I'm going to spin this question. Um, I'm going to pretend that you just said, how do you ask for what you want in a relationship? And that can be part of it, if that's what you want. It can be, yeah, part of it. You can, yeah, so it's not just about sex. I think the best advice that you can give to anybody in any kind of relationship, no matter what point you are, is to be upfront about it as quickly as possible. Because it's not, it's not like we can all sit here and read people's minds. It's not like we can, you know, feel each other out to the degree where it's like, oh, I know exactly what they want right now. It's just not That's possible. what I'm saying. It's all about communicating, and yeah. communication is the key. Yeah, I mean, if we were mind readers, I would say flick your little mind reading power on and tell them what you want. Telepathy it up. But we don't have that power. So I think the best way to get what you want in any aspect of a relationship is to ask for it straight up. But also I would add to that, be willing to give as much as you want to receive. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's a two-way street, man. If you want them to start dishing out on the dates or you want them to start, you know, your birthday's coming up and you want this whatever Xbox PS5, da-da-da-da-da, well, then you better go and treat her like a queen. Otherwise, you don't deserve that shit, bro. Like, for real. that's it. And at the end of the day, what do I want out of relation? What do I want out of life? I want to be on my king shit. So you best believe I'm going to treat her like a queen. You got to. Yeah, I'm trying to be on my king shit, bro. For real. And that's what I'm about, too. I'm going to treat you, like, with all due respect and, like, the kindness and, like, the love in the world. But yeah. once you turn on me, like, it's over. And it's and it sounds evil, man. I'll put you on that pedestal. But best believe, best believe, as soon as, as, soon as I don't get that back, or as soon as, like you said, you got to know when to call it quits, I'll rip that pedestal out from under you. Don't, don't get it twisted for real don't get it twisted my birthday comes around and you forget that it's my birthday or you made some promises and you don't forgot that you promised but that makes some birthday, promises i, oh I was right God. there i was i was promising and i was fulfilling well then you best believe it's time your pedestal is getting ripped and i'll make time for your ass and you still didn't give me the chance damn that's shame shame and i'll tell you it sucks because i build the girl up. i'll do anything for they don't have to i'll wait on you hand and foot just so that if we break up, you got to suffer that much more. Now, there's so many things you aren't used to doing by yourself. 
You're so lonely. Nobody's telling you how great you are because I put you on this pedestal that no one else can. And it's just like, it's evil. I know it is. I know I'm going to get some hate. My family's like, dude, <laughs> I didn't know he was that raw. But like, yeah, bro, I'm going to treat you right until it's not time to treat you right anymore. I'm going to treat you right. Exactly. That's a well said statement, man, because like, that's what I'm saying, man. Bad communication ends a lot of good things. So you better off just being, yeah, direct what you want and don't be afraid to communicate. Like, you know what I'm saying? And especially like, especially because everybody has their phones. Like, it's not like it's that hard to like reply to something or like answer a quick call and just let people know what's going on instead of fucking making it more than what it is. Exactly. And before we go any further, I don't want to get it twisted. I don't want to put it in other people's faces and be like, I'm this perfect person and I've done great things. But then it turns out, oh, Evan's pretty shady. No, like I've been shady. I'm talking about in the perfect relationship, in a perfect world, in the perfect set of circumstances, your forever relationship. That's that's the one like that's that's where you can't do any wrong. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to. You don't want to say, I mean, it's a learning process. Everything that we're talking about on this podcast today is because we've been through some amount of it. Been through some. And it was, I'm not saying like I've gone through so much freaking like dates and like relationships that I know everything. I barely know shit. But, but I, what I do know is what I've experienced. So I can tell you like first, like big thing out of is the communication part. Like if you don't get that part right, everything else falls. Yeah, I mean, you can't get anywhere. It's the foundation to the house. It's just that's foundation to the house, man. Most definitely. So and then leading on to the last question that I have for you is going to be how long do you message and wait before meeting in person? And that could be like, say you just asked for a girl's number, like randomly in person. How long do you wait until you text her? Or say you match someone on one of these dating apps. How long do you wait until you just ask them out on a date? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, I've got an answer, but I'm curious to see what your answer is too. I would say I used to be the one that was like cared about the three day rule. Got your number now. I'm gonna wait three days to text you. You remember that? Yeah, three day rule. Three day rule. St- I still agree with the three day or like. A, All right, a so week, I used man. to be like that. I used to, <laughs> and I definitely most of my relationships. If if you didn't hear from me right when I got your number, then that was pretty standard. And then we'd text every day after that three days. So I felt like that was kind of stupid. Nowadays, I will, if I do not ask the girl to a specific thing on the spot, then. So you're like, uh, do you want to go to the movies like sometime this weekend? And it's like a Wednesday or dinner or whatever. Like I will try yeah. to set up a date time, whatever, partly because I'm just busy. Like I just need to set That's up what I'm something, try to make it move along a little bit quicker. But, um, if not that, if they give me their number, if I get their number or whatever, I will ask in that first conversation. So what do you like? What do you do in your free time? Okay. That's awesome. Let's go do that. When do you want to do that? Whatever. I got you. Oh, cool. I've never been. Would you want to go sometime? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, or, okay. oh, you've never been? Oh, you haven't seen that? Oh, you didn't do this? I'd love to take you. Let's let's make it happen. When are you free? I'm very quick about it because I don't like that middle texting stage. I don't know who I you don't are. like the I don't middle know, texting stage. I don't know who you're talking to, blah, 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 blah. I like the dating stage. So I dating try to stage, make that happen. Really. 
as quick as, as possible. As soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I if you agree. don't go further from there, that's fine. But I don't like to have that prerequisite. Oh, does he know how to put together words in a sentence through a text message? Like, what are you yeah. really trying to see? I, you, that's not, you don't know me. I could see, you could interview me on a podcast and get to know me better. You could listen to the podcast and get to know me better, but through text, I mean, it's all filtered. Everybody's thinking about it. Everybody's questioning what they're going to say. Exactly. So it's just not authentic enough. Yeah. I don't want to hear the third thing you thought of. I want to hear the first. Yeah. Playing that game, playing that game is the worst part of it all. What about you though? Do you, how quickly, how long do you wait? You play the three-day rule, and then you immediately ask after that, or? So, so, um, so on these dating apps and stuff, I try to, like, get the number quick. I don't really like Snapchat that much, but if I get the Snapchat, I get the Snapchat. But uh, I try to wait, like, a day or so after I get it, just so I don't feel, like, hella needy and shit. So I wait, like, a day or so, three days average, we'll say. Yeah, message them, see what's up, and then try to set up a date. Like, For sure. No, I'd, I'd agree. During that, like, chatting stage and then not say shit back until, like, to confirm the date and then just go on the date. And if it goes well, then, okay, I'll chat with them still or keep in touch, you know. No, I mean, you're still almost a year younger than me. So, like, I would say when I was your age, 100 percent, you know, at your experience level is a better way to put it. I would 100 percent be exactly where you are. If not, I'd say you're much more upfront, much more confident than I was at where you're at in your dating career, quote unquote, you know what I mean? For real? I, I would say so. Yeah, because I talk to you about stuff that I go through, so so you see, like, I tell you what I, like, actually do and say, so. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, 100%, I mean. But yeah, I keep it, I keep it 100, I keep it 100, man. Yeah, I mean, you got to. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Yeah, I mean, exactly, that's what I was going to say. It's one of those things where the right person will really appreciate you for that, and that's the thing that I've learned. I uh I dated up for a while, you know that I was dating people yeah. seven eight years older than me, and then five six years older than me, and then three or four years older than me, and then now I'd say past couple about a past year or so, I've probably just been dabbling around our age group, little bit older, little bit younger, whatever. But it's one of those things you can just see such a difference. We're just at that age. I imagine you could probably say the same thing between thirty and forty, but I really don't know. I think that. Between 21 and 31, people just change so much. So, so, so much. What they care about, what you do in your free time, what a party looks like. If you go to a party with a girl our age, I'm not going to a party with a girl our age every weekend. Hell Hell no. I'd run myself into the dirt. I'd be tired as anything. But, you know, a lot of the parties that that I go to, a lot of the parties that we put on. Mature vibes. Yeah, that my friends put on, it's you know, everybody has dinner and then we all go back to somebody's house and we party it up, but it's not strobe lights and, you know, EDM music. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. talking and multiple, multiple, multiple groups talking, probably not any music right. being played at all, but that's just kind of the vibe. And I've just noticed, it's like you said, in the time that I've dated, I've learned so much. I would change so much. Every relationship I was in, I would have changed something about it. Something that I did personally. It's just, that's life. Yeah, it's life. 100%, that's how it is. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change or go back and sacrifice or do anything different necessarily because who I am today, who I'm able to be in a relationship today is such a much better 
version of myself to me and to my significant other than I was even a year ago before COVID. I think that always about progression, always about leveling yourself up. Yeah. Always about progress. Yeah. Everything you, yeah, you learn from everything. Like, yeah, you got to level up. And um, the only way you can do that is by grinding, studying, seeing what works, what does it. And I, I mean, I hate to say that, but sometimes that has to be with different people. I would love yeah. to of, uh, well, I can't say that now. Cause I kind of have like a secret hate for her because you can't be my friend that long and then not like, like me. That's crazy. But the <laughs> angel from second grade, I would love to say, oh yeah, never had eyes for another girl, married her, had wife, kids, blah, 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 blah. Happily ever after never laid finger on another girl. That's great. But that doesn't necessarily give you the healthiest, strongest version of a relationship. Nah, it doesn't. That's yeah. I don't think it does either. Yeah. So I mean, it's a gift to some people, I guess. But I think to others, it could definitely be a curse. Yeah. If it's yeah, if you play your cards right, it really depends on like what you're like, really like after and what you're about. And um, as we said earlier in our other episodes that we're like family oriented people. So like we're looking for somebody to build a family with, we're looking for someone to raise our kids with. So at the end of the day, so we do look for those qualities in a female or a woman, like, you know what I'm saying? All those matter. Here's one that'll get you. I got a question for you that I didn't think about until now, but you brought up the family oriented stuff. I need, we both need a girl that is as family oriented as we are, but something that you and I are very different on is, how quickly do you introduce them to your family? First of all, you have a brother. So that's automatically, it could be quick as hell. Like you could go double dates. You could go invite her out with your friends and he's there. Like already you've got an in because like that's your brother. He's usually hanging out with us anyway. Yeah. And then when they go and meet your family, they've already met your brother. So it's like. They didn't already met my brother and shit. Yeah. yeah. So the. <sighs> Yeah, I understand, but if I was like to like if I lived on my own and shit, it'd probably be a different answer. And I would say if I was living on my own, I'd probably wait until I'm like actually like committed to like yeah, committed <laughs> like committed like in a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship like or maybe probably before it was actually f- official, probably like once before that we were like seeing each other for like at least a year or so. Or something like that. You're going to be dating a girl for a year and it's not official? Not, no, no, no. <laughs> I was to like, like meet what? her family. To like meet my family and shit. I know, but you said meet her, meet the family once before it's like official. And I was like, dang. But not like a year. That was just saying, that was just like off the top. But like, you know, like I've like see something in her. I like show them, see what they thought and shit. Yeah. And then on some bachelor type up. stuff. <laughs> So to see how it is, but for sure, I mean, I'm different. Obviously, I've got a different family history than you. So it's like a little different. But uh, I just kind of wait until, oh, Christmas is coming around. Thanksgiving is coming around. Nad's birthday. Got to go to dinner or my birthday or whatever, some kind of event. Or when I was living not so close to my parents or whatever, so close to my sister, we would drive out and do meet for dinner some nights. And if I'd been dating the girl for a few months, usually the second that I'm spending as much time at her place as I'm spending at mine, or the second that we move into each other, in with each other, 
I would probably go to dinner with my pops and her or whatever. It wouldn't be crazy, but I'm thinking two, three months, maybe. Yeah, two, three four. months, you really get a good feel. Yeah, something like that. But the the reason I say that is because before I'm too super committed, you said you got to be committed before you introduce them. For me to be committed, they got to fuck with my dad. Like, you got to pass the test. Like, you got to vibe with the family. I've got a huge family. We're talking like 50 people. So, like, yeah, can your you fam- survive yeah. in that kind of environment? Are you cool with getting roasted by all my uncle? Like, are you cool with, like, being here? Because that otherwise it's a waste of time. It's not going to work. I can't right. get rid of them. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. But, yeah, so I think that's something that we differ on just a little bit just because our home environment is that different. Just a little bit, but still the same, same, like, type of mentality. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah. I got a couple quick questions uh, that are just kind of rapid fire, but I, I think you'll get the, get the gist of it. Blonde or brunette? Blonde. Okay, agreed, but platinum gotta look like platinum i don't mind honestly it could go both ways um for me i like platinum as well but i don't like them super light like that all the time i like a good mix like a good like platinum with like a little gray hue nah maybe just like normal blonde too but in between there brunettes are fine too i don't mind honestly you could go for both I mean, you're in OKC where there's dirty blondes and boots everywhere. Like <laughs> dirty blondes and boots, like God, the boots, like come on, I, I hate boots. Yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of a girl in some boots, especially like a female wearing boots. Hell nah. Oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so like, funny that both nah. of us would. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't approach either. But I would I not know. approach at all. Yeah. Okay, tall or short? Short. Damn, I really thought you would have said tall. Nah, I like being the tall okay. one. I mean, but I'm not saying taller than you. I'm saying like short girls that always talk about them being short and all that stuff, or like, I guess regular height. <laughs> it sounds just normal short, like short to okay. a woman. All right, short. so we we're in agreement so far. Blondes, short. Okay, what about? older than you or younger than you or do you not care i frankly don't care i i swing both ways uh, i wouldn't mind someone older than me max i do is like 10 years though 10 year difference with the highest i mean max 10 years that's a that's a big difference so shit that's a that's a pretty hefty max max 10 years higher than me Sure. But lower yeah. than me, yeah, I don't mind if they're younger, but it just depends on how their, like, maturity is and stuff. Yeah. I would say older just because I like being the baby. I just like being fucking... You like being the I, baby? I, the well, baby. it's not even that. It's just I don't like being... I don't like having to put up with shit that's more immature than what I'm already on. Like, I'm trying to be... I see what you're saying, though. You know, I got you. it's selfish, but I'm not trying to put up with the shit that somebody that our age might do. Because most of the time... That's I'm what I'm saying, though. I feel that. that. I hear you though. I hear you. I get where you, that you're coming from. So that that's why I asked though, because I figured, I figured we'd be pretty similar. Because I I think most of the time if we're driving around or wherever we're at, whatever trip we're on, you and I will usually both call out similar people, call out. Like similar looking people, but like yeah. or, you know, holler whatever you want to call it. Like holler. oh shit, she was fine. Yeah, like, holler. Damn, yeah, did you see yeah. Her? I say that. Whatever sure. it is. I do that with Connor and shit, yeah, too. Yeah, and, I mean, shit, I got friends that'll straight roll their window down cat call still to this day, and I'm like, man. Damn, I don't do all that. <laughs> hey, I don't want to name drop him, but maybe I'll come in and bleep it. 
Damn, savage. Yeah, bro. Like, I'm telling you. I yeah, it's crazy. Last time I was with him, straight did that, and it was just so funny. But uh, I figured we'd be pretty similar, and I I just wanted to the the ending question to all that was, why do you think that we have such similar tastes? Similar tastes in females. I don't know because yeah. we pretty much. Um, grew up with each other and shit, and you could use like, how do I want to put this? Because like the girls we looked for like during like when we were younger was relatively like the same type too. Oh yeah, I mean so. it's the same swimming pool. I don't think we were ever same crushing on the same pool. girl at the same time. No, not no, nah, not at the same. But time. if you ever pulled up, if you pulled up a picture of all the crushes that I had in middle school and high school, and all the ones that you had. Somebody that didn't go to high school with us would not be able to tell those two girls apart because all these bitches look the same. <laughs> I know, especially nowadays. That's just uh, dress the same, talk the same. You remember when all the girls started writing the same when we were in school? When those big, tall letters? Like, come on, man. Yeah, I know. Why do Gotta people always unique. conform, man? Yeah, what is what I'm saying? What's this hey, it's conformity? that hive mind stuff, bro. Yeah, it's be- not them conforming by choice. It's that hive mind doing it to them without them realizing it. That's yeah, scary. without them. Yeah, that's scary, man. That's what I'm saying. People are on autopilot, nonstop. Like you guys gotta escape the matrix, be on some different shit. But the first thing, like, that you need to be on that really, like, before all the relationship stuff, should be yourself. Love yourself first and foremost. Know who you are. Get to know yourself better. Before you even try to approach or attack or having a relationship with another person. You know what I'm saying? That's a that's a really great way to kind of wrap up today's episode. Let's spend a little bit talking about the importance of like yourself and knowing yourself before you go in to go know somebody else. That's what I'm saying. Like that shit's key, bro. I mean, anytime that you add anything into your life, whether it's going to be something small, something major... Something as major as somebody that you're going to spend this amount of time with is going to be pretty big. I think it's important to know where you stand on the topic before you figure out where everybody else stands. And, you know, before you start wasting time, wasting money, wasting, you know, everybody's only got so many hearts they can break. Like you only got a few. I think I got like one left. I'm not really sure, but (laughs) I'm sure you've got a few more than me. I got that inner cat. I have. I had nine, so I think I'm down to like four. <laughs> Shit, damn. All right. No, all right. maybe like five. Five all hearts right. to give out still, but like, fuck. That's though. fair. Shoot, I probably had 21, and I'm down to my last one. It's super sad. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just about knowing yourself. That Matthew McConaughey book that I've been reading, the one of the most important tips that I can give from that book is something that he says almost in the first couple pages. He talks about morning routine, doesn't matter what you do, get right with yourself before you get right with the world. Figure out what you think before you figure out what the world thinks. And I've I've been thinking on that for almost three months now, ever since I got the book. And it just means so much because what he means is like he wakes up and instead of checking his phone to see what the world is saying or even going out to the dinner table or breakfast table to have breakfast with his wife and kids before he even sees what they think. I mean, those are the most important people in the world to him before he sees what they're thinking, how they're feeling, what their vibe is. He checks himself. Let me spend 10 minutes by myself, not influenced by content or a podcast or a song or a phone call or whatever. And 
figure out where you stand, what your vibe is before you go try and match that vibe or figure out where the rest of the world is. And that was just so, it was just so great to me. I, I read that and I almost like put the book down and I, I was just like, wow, that, I mean, advice like that shouldn't come that easy, but I read it and I was like, okay, great. I'll do that now. I will. I, I used to wake up. First thing I did play a song. First thing I did call you, whatever it is. And so like now take a minute, breathe, figure it out, get myself right. And then get right with the world. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Um, with all you said, pretty much agree with like, you got to get right with yourself. Um, especially in the mornings, pay attention to your feelings. Like most importantly, like pay attention to like how you feel like each day, like what makes you feel that way. And I know with all this social media stuff that everybody consuming on a daily basis, all that stuff subconsciously does play a part on like your mental health and like how you feel every day and like things that like trigger like emotions and stuff that you didn't even know like that did that shit so i would just say pay attention to yourself know who yourself get close to yourself like take some time out yeah like in the mornings when you wake up take like 10 minutes like just meditate or just like you know don't even grab your phone like get right with yourself um oh yeah spend some just manifest some positivity or something be like Thank you for another day. Um, I hope everybody else has a great day or something. It doesn't even have to be like that or just right, whatever right. you yeah. got to do just to get yourself on that. Okay, it's another day. Let's get it. Let's get up and going because I know it can be tough in the mornings to get out of bed. bro. Yeah, I know that's another important thing just in general talking about staying out of that depressive state after you get out of a breakup. I mean, you got to be able to have that self-motivation. You got to be able to keep that self-worth. You got to be able yeah, to... Yeah, know your value, too. Like, that's another thing. Yeah, you can't let them get you down like that. Don't let them rip out your pedestal like I was talking about earlier. For real. Build your own pedestal. Build your own throne. Yeah, man. You're kings out there, man. Uh, act like one, for sure. Like, know your value at the end. Like, you don't have to... Yeah, just know your value, man. Have some self-worth, some self-respect, self-love, self-care. Uh, take care of yourselves out there. Um, and always that's it's, it's the most important thing is like it's always going to be you and yourself at the end uh, so it might as well have be happy with who you are and uh, become like great friends with yourself than being enemies and trying to like you know try to hand like juggle all the shit in life and if you're not right with yourself you can't really if you don't know yourself though to the fullest you don't know like those obstacles and like challenges that you go through in this game of life can be very challenging. Oh, yeah. I mean, you've learned a lot in the past year or so, because like I said, as kids growing up, I was definitely more in tune with that kind of stuff than I think the regular kids our age was. I would always wake up and I would do that. I would, you know, y'all would. Yeah, I would. When I was a kid, I wasn't thinking of none of that shit, man. Exactly. But the past few months, especially, but uh, I'd say since COVID really started, I think you've been paying more attention to yourself. I can see that just as a brother and, you know, waking up, staring at the sun, you know, just that kind of stuff. I think that people underestimate the value. Underestimate. Yeah. Yeah. They bro. underestimate the value that they can add to their life themselves. They always look for somebody else. Oh, I'm unhappy. Let me find a girlfriend. Let me find a best friend. Let me, you know, oh, I'm sad today. Let me go plan a weekend trip with Simon. Let's do something. You know, they look outside, but like you said, you got to be your best friend. Find that shit inside. 
Yeah, find that shit. Happiness comes from within, bro. I had that shit confused, bro. I thought it was like, I thought happiness was like you reach happiness or you like you get happiness. Yeah, you get happiness from shit, but it's not, it has to be from within for it to be long lasting. It has to be from within, man. It all starts from within. So um, get that shit right, and then you'll be you'll be able to conquer everything. Like, oh yeah. Good, good, wise words. You want to hear a whiskey fact before we get out of here? Let's hear a whiskey fact. All right, so this week's whiskey fact is about Jack Daniels. We don't usually drink Jack, but, you know, I mean, sometimes you run out of whiskey facts, so we had to branch out a little bit. <laughs> this one's short and simple, and it's just funny because, like, to me, if I ever, like, if I ever made a drink or if I ever created a food dish and it was na- and I chose to name it after myself, which I don't think I would do, but if I did... I would name it my name so that people knew that I did it. Did you know that Jack Daniels' real name is not Jack Daniel? It's not? The man who created it is actually named Jasper Newton Daniel. So, like, I guess it should be called Jasper Daniels, if anything. But, but I, I mean, it's his like nickname. Jack. I guess. Yeah. I maybe they Maybe he went by that or maybe he didn't and they just sounded better. But Yeah, it probably sounded better. But I just think it's funny because the reason that that fact stood out to me was that's the one drink. Nobody walks in and says, let me get a shot of this vodka, whatever. They say they want a shot of vodka, and then they specify that. With whiskey, we always say, let me get a shot of Crown. Yeah, let me get a shot of Crown. You'll hear, let me get a shot of Everclear. Let me get a shot of whatever. But whiskey, a lot of the times, people are taking it straight. So I think more often than not, more often if you have a specific not, yeah. type of whiskey you like you'll hear them say let me get a shot of crown i don't know how many times i've said let me get a shot of crown in the past since i've been able to legally drink now how many times have you heard let me get a shot of jack or do you want that with crown or jack or whatever it's jack 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 and then let me get a shot of jasper like that doesn't even sound <laughs> right i guess yeah, that's why they changed it right. but like yeah that's why they changed let me get a whiskey jasper like no no not happening not happening so no thanks jasper i don't think i mean i don't want to deny any sponsorships yet but i'd much rather for real. have some some king crown straight out of king gimli crown. man for real <laughs> straight out of gimli oh, man, man. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah all right so as always you can check us out at whiskey sour hour on all platforms that's instagram spotify facebook apple podcast tiktok anywhere and literally everywhere You can get links to all those along with the Discord in the description. And make sure to send in your questions, theories, comments, or concerns to whiskey at SourHourPod.com so that you can be featured on a later episode. We want to thank you guys so much for your time, and I hope you had as much fun listening to as we did making this week's episode. We'll catch you next week. Always remember, make it a double 